I'm not gonna I'm not gonna preach for very long. I'm sensing at the moment that God sort of wants me to bring 10, 15 minute words, which is his word. And then Dan will pick it up afterwards and drop him right in the deep end. The topic, the topic of what I'm gonna bring, what I want to bring, the title is this. Are you clapped out? not what you think. Many people look at me and think I'm clapped out, but I'm not. I'm still taking that mountain. If God gives me strength, I'm taking that mountain, that mountain of sickness, that mountain of the works of the enemy, that mountain that says you can't when God says you can. When God says... You're more than an overcomer and the enemy says, I'm taking you down. Which one are you going to believe? Do you want to do it God's way or your way? God's way or your way? There's only two choices in this life. Once you become born again, once you become a Christian, there's only, you've got two choices, God's way or your way. Well, I want to tell you something. I'm trying to do it God's way. God's way. We're going to look at something this morning. I had a very interesting experience a couple of weeks ago. I went to Argyle. And that's... No, it wasn't actually. It was quite good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I absolutely enjoyed it. But I learned a lot. I learned a lot. When I went that Saturday afternoon, when I walked in, I realized I was walking into somebody else's church. They have a fervor there that is missing from the church of Jesus Christ. They have a, that's their church for a lot of those people. Not all of them, but a lot of them, that's who they worship. They sing songs like, I'm Argyle till I die. I'm not Argyle till I die. I like Argyle. I'm not against Argyle. But I found a better life. Amen. When it's soon as the team, Argyle, walk out on the pitch, do you know what happens? The whole 16,000 people stand to their feet and they clap. They clap. They clap them onto the pitch. Do you know what else they sing? Stand up if you love the green. Stand up if you love the green. Stand up if you love the green. And I sit down. Now when I come into church, the church has forgotten how to welcome Jesus Christ. The church needs to stand up. It needs to be this. Stand up if you love the Lord. 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 Love the Lord. Love the Lord. I'm at a tune. I don't care. Let's welcome Jesus. 
Let's welcome him. Not for what he's going to do, because he is going to do something here this morning, but for who he is. Thank you, Lord. Let's clap him in. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's welcome our Savior. Let's welcome our King, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. That's better. Thank you, Jesus. Woo, take your seats. Hallelujah. Take your seats till he scores a goal, then you can stand up and shout again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, that's their church. Hallelujah. And they're passionate. Hallelujah. Till they lose. Hallelujah. You know, Psalm, Psalm 41, it's 47, verse 1. Clap your hands. Clap your hands, all you fields. Clap your hands, all you people. You know, there's power in clapping. There is power in clapping. Wow. I don't clap because I don't feel... I, I'm more respectful. <laughs> well, I say to you, you want to do it your way or God's way. When God says, clap your hands, he means clap. Now, this is under an old covenant. We bring it into the new, and then it says, make a joyful shout. Come with song and singing in your heart. One brings a song. One brings a whatever word. We've got to learn to welcome. Not halfway through. We should be coming through that door, clapping our hands as we come through, clapping, welcoming Jesus. We're welcoming into our presence. Our presence. Not for what he's going to do, but for who he is. But who he is means he's going to do. Yeah, yeah, I want to tell you something. I am not clapped out. No, never. <laughs> no. I'm learning yeah, to clap. Yeah, I am not clapped out. But I'm more reserved than you, Rob. You're outgoing. Yeah, that might be true. That might well be true. Let me say this. Something I had to learn. When I am self-conscious, I am not God-conscious. When I am self-conscious, what I am doing is saying... You're not coming near me. I'd love you to, but I can't let go. This is, this is so private, what's inside me, God. I don't, I don't know what, I can't handle what people might think. I'm more interested in what he thinks. Yes, amen. That's what matters. 
You've got to refocus and do it God's way. You know, you're a brand new creation. You know, you know you're a brand new creation. That means old things are gone. The old you has gone. You are brand new. There is a new way to function, a new way to be. It's called God conscious, filled with the Holy Spirit. I just want to say something about the famine's gone. The famine has gone. But why is the famine gone? Because the provision has come. That scripture, and hear it on the, the YouTube or whatever. The famine ended the minute the provision came through the door. But it didn't end for the nation. It only ended for the hundred people that were inside that room. God met their need. And in meeting their need in that miraculous way, he was training them. He was changing them inside. There's got to be any miracle is wonderful, but the second purpose of a miracle is to get you to realize God is bigger than you. But he's on your case. And he's going to do other things for you. Because the provision has come. When I clap my hands and I lift my arms, I'm welcoming in the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the creator of the world, the one who can take nothing and make everything that he decides to make out of nothing. He can provide where there is impossible for provision. You see, we've got to come back. We've got to come back to who he is. We've got to see him more simply. He's uncomplicated. I complicate him. What about shouting? Well, I can clap. But the scripture tells me I can shout. In church? Well, let me tell you, you shout at home. She shouted at me yesterday. I had a lovely bit of cake and I dropped a bit on the floor and it was the end of the world. A big chunk down there, and I thought, Oh, that's a current, my favorite. And she put it in the bin because it had been on the floor for 10 seconds. Wonder, look like it to me. Yeah, but that's not me. I don't shout in church, I've never shouted in church. Don't believe in shout. The Bible says shout. Yeah. 
you shout. Why do you shout? For the sake of making a noise? No. When you shout, you get past this fanatic up here in your mind. You go past this. You start to shout. Let me tell you, start to shout and you'll be amazed what you end up shouting to God. God doesn't mind you shouting. You're not shouting at him. You're shouting for him. Start shouting. When you start shouting, you shut out everything else that's trying to come in. And there are times when you need to shout, especially when it's not happening. Declaring. What are you doing when you're shouting? You're declaring the goodness of God. You're declaring the provision of God. You're saying, I trust you when my mind is screaming everything else. Kelly said it this morning. He cares. I feel like a hypocrite when I shout because I I don't know if I mean it. Let me tell you something. You're a hypocrite if you don't shout. Because the Bible says shout. Shout. Dave Beaumont, shout. Oh, get on. If I, I said shout, that's better. I know when I first came into this kind of meeting, uh, you know, we're in what was Carmel then down there, and uh, I walked in the meeting. It was a packed meeting. We were sat in the middle, and partway through the worship, God said, "Raise your hands." <laughs> no, he said, I said, raise your hands. No, he said, raise your hands. Good boy. He said, no, praise me. 200 people in the meeting. And they were praising God. They went, you know, but I'm so self conscious. I didn't come from this kind of background. So I starts to praise him. And I'm stirred with my hands in the air. And I stopped praising him, but the Spirit of God was so upon me, it was wonderful. I just stood there. I don't know, it must have been minutes. When I opened my eyes, everybody else had sat down. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, lovely. praise God. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Sometimes, sometimes God's got to crucify oh, yes. your self-consciousness. Yes. It's hypocritical not to do what God says you can do. That's a hypocrite. Do what God says you can do. How come you can sing in church but you don't clap and shout? Come on. How come you can say we just been some of you've been singing here and I'm not yeah, I'm on your back this morning, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying, to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to encourage you, believe it. I'm not clapped out. <laughs> How come you can sing, but you don't shout and clap? He's given us a complete package. Yes, Chloe, you can shout and clap. There's no escape this morning, Chloe. <laughs> Clap, yeah, what about a shout? Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Amen. Hallelujah. She hasn't been saved very long. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. You see, there comes breakthrough. When you do what God says you can do, there is a breakthrough in you. He wants that innermost part of you so free that whatever he says, shout, clap, sing. Then he says, go and pray for them. You see, he wants us so free in his spirit that whatever he says to us, like he said to Mary, whatever, do it. Just do it. Yeah, but what about the consequence? Then what about the consequences if you don't do it? You know, it gets harder. The longer, the older you get in ministry, leading ministry, it gets, doesn't get easier, it gets harder. Thank you, brother. Just a mere boy. <laughs> Lovely boy. Who cut your hair? Indians? She did. So I think it was the Apaches. It can get harder. It gets harder because you can easily move into repetition. You can easily move in, I'll do that. I'll just shout a bit now and whip everybody up. No. No, it's not it. That's not it. It's not where we're at in this church. I don't want coke. I want the real thing. Now. Yes, amen. You know, the walls of Jericho, that's not an ice cream firm. Matthew got that one quick. You switched on that man. The walls of Jericho. When did the walls of Jericho actually come down? When they shouted. But when did they shout? They shouted before the walls came down. There's a subtle difference. I can shout after I've seen many good things in God. But I've got to shout before I see them. I've got to clap when my life is being ripped apart. I've got to shout. I've got to clap. I've got to sing when the last thing on my heart is to sing. Because I will not give way to my flesh. Because my flesh will lead me into depression. It will lead me up a garden path and it opens the door for the enemy to come in and take me out spiritually. We've got to learn to shout before we see. And we shout because we will see the goodness of God in the land of the living.
stand up. If you love the Lord, stand up. If you love the Lord, stand up. Somebody sing it in tune. Stand up. <laughs> if you love the Lord. Come on, Mervyn, you know it. Stand up. If you love the Lord, 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 let's give him a shout for what he's going to do. Thank you, Lord. 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 Let's praise him. Let's welcome him in here this morning. Because he's doing wonders. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. No, we ain't doing that one. We want the one you've done. Come on. We'll do that one at the end. Amen. We're going to worship him. We're welcomed him in. But that doesn't mean that's all there is now. When you welcome Jesus in, Jesus is active. The Holy Spirit moves. People get changed, get touched, get healed. You open the door to the miraculous. The famine is over because the provision has come to meet the need, your need here this morning. The provision has come. Hallelujah.